Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right. Welcome, loves. It is Powerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, talking about uh, something that came out of uh, a research, I guess, from Boston University, and that is among uh, first world nations, industrialized nations that we would consider to be places we'd want to live, um, the United States has a ridiculous lower age death rate, like 65, under 65 death rate. And I want to know if uh, this has happened to you. Uh, it certainly happened. I mean, it, it's happened to all of us, but your stories are far more interesting uh, than are mine. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616- WBEN. One thing I am surprised about heading into October is um, nobody's called in about uh, losing their wife or their girlfriend to breast cancer at a very, very early age because of the prevalence of breast cancer here in Western New York. I don't know what the statistics are compared to other places, but it seems like every other woman I meet has had bouts of breast cancer. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's uh, get back to Peter in Lancaster, who had a number of uh, experiences of people dying uh, when he was young. Peter, you just want to run down the list again for people who are just tuning in because they got off of work at 5? Okay. Uh, my father, age 56. My ex-wife, age 56. Uh, two nephews. 49 and 55 and a couple co-workers that I worked with at a local waterproofing company uh, 46 and 49 oh. one of them which was uh, a musician a fellow musician of mine played in the band local Buffalo band uh, your call screener didn't want to give me didn't want me to give you any names so yeah please please don't um, okay. No, that's uh, that's uh, that's very interesting. Were there common threads in all of these uh, early deaths, or were they just from disparate causes? Well, my father and my two nephews—they were definitely overweight, didn't take care of their health at all. I uh, I remember telling my having conversations with my father at sixteen. I got to be a real health nut. I got into weightlifting and. And nutritious eating and everything and studying all that. And I kept razzing, or not razzing him, but harping on him to, Dad, you better do something or you're not going to see your 60th birthday. I remember telling him yeah. that. And, and that bugged me for the longest time. 
Well, I mean, people, look, people make the decisions that they're going to make in their lives. And, you know, there's nothing you can do. Um, there's nothing you can do with some people, whether you tell them to stop smoking, whether you top, uh, tell them to stop drinking, whether you tell them to stop doing drugs. You know, some people uh, like life in the fast lane and, you know, the old expression, uh, I want to die young and leave a good looking corpse, which is kind of stupid because nobody really cares about a corpse unless you're really sick. Yeah, you can you can lead a horse to water, like the saying goes. So, out of all of these early deaths, uh, what lesson have you taken away, sir? Uh, live life to the fullest, like every day is going to be your last, because it could be. I'm like I said, I'm I'm into health, and I just take as best care of myself as I can. Uh, my my ex wife, when she died, she had cancer. Uh, lymphoma and she first got it when we were engaged and uh, she beat that she went through chemo and uh, surgery and then it caught up with her again about it's going to be nine years now this coming February and uh, took her life but she kept smoking she didn't quit smoking Mm. I'm sure that helped well, we'll never. I guess we'll we'll never know. Even though she was your ex-wife, um, obviously there's still emotion in your voice when you speak of her. Oh hell yeah, yes, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm glad you called in, uh, Peter in Lancaster. Anything you wanted to get across that uh, you've not gotten across that I perhaps didn't ask you about specifically? Uh, just tell all the people you love how much you love them. You know, Peter, you actually just read my mind because when I was going to hang up from this phone call, I was going to refer to an article that I'd recently read online about somebody who had died very, very young. And the takeaway lesson from the person who wrote the article was, if there are people in your life you really appreciate, don't wait until they die before you tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them now, not later, because later they're dead. Exactly. Um, Peter, thank you uh, so much. I appreciate your call, man. Thank you. Thank you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, here's Kim in uh, Buffalo. Kim, you're on WBEN. Uh, what's your story? We're talking about like what they're calling missing Americans uh, because of millions of people who are dying before the age of 65 in the United States where we have some of the best doctors and health care available. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Um, I would say close to about 15, well, longer than that. First, it was probably about 30 years, 40 years ago. Um, this woman that I used to work with, her husband had went up into the um, attic to grab the Christmas stuff and fell and unfortunately got very, very, very sick. And um, she took care of her husband because he fell and he was bedridden for over 10 years. So she took care of him and her mother moved in and took care of the two children. Um, he passed away and his, her, da- her son went off to the war. I'm not sure what service he was in, but he went off into the service. And about two years after he was in the service she got a knock on the door to tell her that her son had passed away 
so it was was he killed in a- was he killed in action or he just died yes. no he was killed in action oh horrible he was killed in action and then um about a, and then it was her mother her daughter and herself and her daughter um a year later she was a senior in high school and her daughter had asked her mom you know can i take the car i want to go get my prom dress and her mother was like yeah just drop me off at work so she dropped her off and on her way to get her prom dress she got hit by a garbage truck and um passed away hit by a garbage truck yeah head on did they oh my goodness did they ever establish uh the who was at fault in that i don't know I don't know. I just remember her sitting outside saying that she had um, her daughter's graduation, the prom, her going off to college, and um, her dance recital, and she was so busy for the next two weeks, and now she has nothing. Oh, that is absolutely absolutely horrible. Are are you still friends with this person? Unfortunately, she had left and went um, to where her niece and nephew lived, which was down south. And her and her mother had left, like, within a couple months later and just moved. Well, I mean, it's not unusual to want to move to a place that isn't weighed down with bitter memories um, in a situation like that. Because I, I can't imagine what that is like, but everywhere you ever went with that person becomes a trigger for you. Unfortunately, every song you ever heard with that person becomes a trigger for you. So she probably did the right thing, although they say... Um, for at least six months after somebody to whom you're very close dies, don't make any sudden rash decisions financially or in any other way. Well, she ended up <laughs> not having any more family here because right. her sister also passed away a couple years before that. So her and her mother decided to just move down south where her niece and nephew were and just be there with them. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, but and you haven't stayed in touch because maybe she just wants yeah. to be separated from everything yeah. and everybody that would remind her of her daughter. And you can't—you got to respect that. Yeah, I can't imagine losing so much in such a short time, and especially both my children. No, I oh, I feel so I feel so horrible for her. You have no way of knowing if she's still with us or not. No, I don't, unfortunately. Like I said, that probably happened close to about 17 years ago, give or take. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I will not name I will not name names, and I don't think we're talking about the same person, but uh, I'm familiar with the case of a young lady with whom I went to school uh, whose mother was good friends with my mother, and she was killed in an automobile accident one week before she was to be married. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. Uh, one week before marriage, and it wasn't yeah. her fault. Um, I thank you very much. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Um, Have a good day. Yes, that little little uh, non sequitur there, but uh, yes, thank you. So um, I, you know, I thank you for all the calls about people that uh, have left us all too soon. The so-called missing millions of Americans who don't make it until the age of sixty-five. Um, some really interesting calls. And again, I wish I could pull it up online, but I can't. But something that uh, stood out in my mind, I was reading uh, just a couple of days ago, was just 
if there are people in your life that you really enjoy and you respect and they really uh, do you a lot of solids, let them know when they're alive that you really appreciate them. Because what usually happens is, uh, especially if somebody dies suddenly, you don't even get a chance to say that. And everybody gets all weepy and teared up at the uh, funeral or the memorial service. And the biggest regret you have is, why didn't I say something when they were alive? Because they can't hear you anymore, at least not in this world. Uh, 23 minutes after 5. I want to switch gears here, uh, the final part of the show. And this is based on an off-air conversation. Actually, one of the topics is based on an off-air conversation that uh, Max Ferry uh, was having with uh, Josh Schmidt. And I just happened to, uh, I just happened to horn in because uh, Josh is privy to all the uh, ups and downs and ins and outs of my uh, personal life. Do you like that, Josh? <laughs> Interesting phraseology, huh? So uh, anyway, um, he's a privy to everything. So if you ever want the dirt, you can always ask Josh Schmidt. So anyway, um, we got into a discussion of uh, post-breakup sex. No, we, 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 got into a dis- <laughs> we got into a discussion of country music. Country music. And I have a theory, and and maybe it's true and maybe it isn't true, but I want to know if you think I'm nuts. Well, I'm not, really. Because what I did, Josh, was I wrote down every license plate around me in traffic. I kept a spreadsheet. The repeat plates, different dates, different times, different places. Friends of mine ran them, and they all came back to the military, defense contractors, and research institutions. That's how I identified the people around my house doing the, doing the nonsense in 2014. Thank you. So, I am not nuts. I'm a little crazy, though. Not going not gonna to lie about that. But uh, country music. Can we talk about country? Wait, how did you run plates, Tom? Hey, I got friends. Well, a few left. Anyway, um, not many, but a few. Anyway, I lost him in the divorce. So, anyway... Um, Josh is having a great time laughing about all this. So thank you, Josh. Thanks for adding to my humiliation and emasculation. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I think I'm going to transition to a hermaphrodite. So anyway, um, can we talk about country music? In my experience, you guys, you either love country music or you hate country music. You love it or you hate it. There's not much room in the middle, as far as I'm concerned, for country music. Now, I might be wrong. Now, the next part of the program, I'm going to prevail upon Josh Schmidt because he is a huge country fan. And, I mean, I like some of the Jason Aldean stuff, and I like uh, some of the Florida Georgia Line stuff, but Josh has said, oh, no, no, Tom, that's that's pop country. That's not real country. And I'm thinking to myself, no, real country would be Hank Williams Sr., your cheating heart, hey, good looking, what you got cooking. I mean, that's real country music. Um, so I want to talk about uh, country music, whether you love it or hate it. Uh, and I'm going to prevail upon Josh Schmidt for his input as long as we've got him here still working with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Josh is going to be moving down the uh, dial to our sports station, which I totally support. I love Josh. Josh has been the best I've ever had. And he's also been a great producer. But he has been uh, really outstanding, and he is going to be missed. But 
what am I going to do? Stand in the way of Josh's dreams and say, no, Josh, I don't want you leaving me going to the sports station, which is what you really want to do, because that would make me a turd. And I, I don't believe in being a turd any more than necessary. Some people, I don't mind being a turd too. But Josh, eh. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Country music, love it. Hate it, or are you actually in the middle? And how many of you are closet country fans, like somebody I used to know who uh, claimed not to like country, but somehow she knew every word to every Garth Brooks song he did in concert? Don't know uh, who that person was with when they learned country. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. She packed up her Chanel, said go to hell, taught me a lesson And now as far as she's concerned, I'm in a deep and dark depression But it's happy hour, drinking double shooters, buying whiskey sours For a pack of cougars, I know I should be sadder, but it all seems silly Cause my good buddy wailing up me up with some willy Very deep meaning song. Uh, we're talking about country music. Uh, do you love country music? Do you hate country music? Or are you actually in the middle of the road on country music? And I'm prevailing upon Josh Schmidt to help me out on this because Josh Schmidt is a huge country music fan. And I will just put this disclaimer out. I grew up listening to country music uh, locally. There was a band in which my brother played. It was called Kenny Gunn and the Pistols. Before you laugh... They were freaking awesome. 
and they had uh, an original song called um, The Drunker I Get, The Better They Look. They had another original song called Crabs, which wasn't about seafood, um, written by the great late John Dykeman. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Country music, love it, hate it, indifferent. I don't think anybody's indifferent about it. And uh, I always like it, you know, when somebody says they don't listen to country, but suddenly they know every lyric to every song that's being sung in a concert. It's like something is not adding up here. Uh, Let's go to uh, Rambo Jim on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, Tom, whether you love country music or hate country music, um, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago I got done reading. I was telling, I, was it you or Bella V? I was telling, I, got, I just got done reading at the time um, Jim Webb's book, Born Fighting, How the Scots-Irish Shaped America. And they're the people that are singing. They're the descendants of those people, the Scots-Irish, what we now call the hillbillies, that sing country and western music. And he wrote in his book how, the Scots-Irish have been fighting for freedom since the Roman invasion of Britannia. And he fast-forwards to um, William Wallace, uh, Robert the Bruce. You're familiar with all that. I saw Braveheart, yes. Yeah, and and he fast-forwarded from Roman times and how the Romans stayed to the south side of Hadrian's Wall because they knew if they went north of Hadrian's Wall— that they get their heads cut off. The entire Roman legion was slaughtered. Well, they were, they were just Buddha. scared that you were going to parachute jump into the midst of the legions and single-handedly <laughs> annihilate all of them. But, uh, um, but no, but, and he fast-forwards it to, you know, okay, then when the Scots-Irish got here, the English and the Dutch didn't like them. So they migrated south through the Appalachian Mountains, and they, like I said, they're the descendants of those people. But they're a race of people that have been in, in, in a virtual state of war for, for the last 2,000 years or so. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, shaped country it, and Western music. Their history has shaped that music. It's an interesting. It's an interesting theory. I mean, does that account for Hank Williams and Hank Williams Sr. If you want to go old school, if you listen to the lyrics, Tom, my mother used to talk about this. My mother was saying you can listen if you listen to the lyrics. And my mother was, I told you, was from back in the hills in Tennessee. She would say, in fact, her maiden name was Farless, to prove I'm telling you the truth. And she was part Hillis, part Hennessy, and part Mayfield. She was English. I'm half English and Scots-Irish on my mother's side. And she was saying how their life that they've been living since back in Roman times has shaped their attitude and their thought process, and they're extremely patriotic. And every time there's a war... Uh, Jim Webb wrote in his book, did you know that um, between one-third and 50% of George Washington's soldiers in the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812 were of Scots-Irish descent? Did you know that? I I did not know that, but the obvious question is, if that is the root of the musical genre of country music, how come there aren't any Scots-Irish country stars that we've heard of here? I mean, from from Scotland. One of them. Well, from Scotland, from from the old country, from the old country. Oh, you mean from? No, they're descendants that sing the American country. They're the descendants of those people. I'm saying they're Americans, but they're the descendants of those people. And their lyrics, if you listen to the lyrics, it's rooted in, in, in their experience of, 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 of fighting for freedom, and they're very independent-minded, and they don't like being bossed around by the um, J- Jason Aldean song. 
um, try that in a small town. Listen to the lyrics to that. That's a guy who has no use for the government. Being bossed around, told what to do, we're coming to get you. No, you're not. You're not taking my guns. I rather like crazy town myself, but that's another story. Uh, Um, Jason Aldean said, knock on on the door of some some hillbilly in a small town, tell him you're taking his guns for any reason whatsoever. Okay, without turning this into a a gun argument here, uh, do do you... you, do you like? Do you love country I love, music? Yes, I love country music. I love the lyrics. I love the mindset. I love the attitude of freedom-loving Americans. Very interesting, uh, Rambo Jim. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. I need to look into that particular theory about the Scots Irish uh, being the uh, forebears of modern-day American uh, country music. Is that true? Is it not true? I don't know. But country is king. Uh, Make no doubt about it. Last time I was at the Buffalo Dental Group, you know what they had on? They had the Country Music Channel. Seriously. And usually they would have on classic rock or yacht rock, but they had country music on. Uh, Country music, do you love it? Do you hate it? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Eric, on a cell phone, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Yes, sir. Go, Go right ahead, sir. Can you hear? I'm on speaker. Can you hear me okay? Actually, I can. For a speakerphone, that's all right. Well, thank God for the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Android yeah. man myself, except Verizon's doing some work with its towers. I've had more issues with my cell phone today trying to get calls through and being hung up on in the middle of a call. Damn damn it. Anyway, go ahead, sir. It does happen, yeah. Hey, I, I, I've always felt there was a paradigm shift in country music Right around the year 2000, I, I can't, I don't know enough of music to know exactly what happened, but the stuff in the 80s and 90s up to the millennium were, was really good music, and it really went downhill after the year 2000. Where There were some notable exceptions, but uh, I think there was a style shift, and it wasn't even like uh, the whether it was pop influenced or not, because even the pop-influenced country of the 80s and 90s was very good, you know, with uh, with Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton. Uh, that had a pop edge to it. Wait, I, and the uh, Islands in the Stream was written by the Bee Gees, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> it really was. It, it, it's funny to find out who wrote so, who wrote songs for people, you know, like uh, like uh, you'll have a, a very popular uh, Motown-style band, and you'll find out that this white guy wrote three or four of their songs, and it's like, really? Hard to believe. <laughs> well, you know what? Then again, too, you know what? Uh, here's here's a little you know thing from uh, musical trivia. Um, a lot of white guys, a lot of white managers of the black bands of the 50s and early 60s, they would insist that they be listed for writer's credits on the songs for royalties. They had nothing to do with the music. They just wanted to horn in on the money. Don't they all? Don't they all? Well, it's all about the Benjamins. Okay, now, when when you say paradigm shift, and this is i got to prevail upon Josh Schmidt here, our resident country music expert, which I am not, name the bands that really rocked it for you prior to 2000 and name some bands that brought country music down. Go. Well, um, I'm a big fan of Aaron Tippin, George Jones, um, um Tra- Randy Travis, um, oh God, him put me on the spot here. Uh, after 2000, I didn't really follow it a whole lot because every time I turned on uh, the country station, it was like, 
oh, my gosh, this stuff is almost unlistenable. <laughs> so maybe I didn't sample it enough. That could be my fault. But I just did not like what I was hearing. And the same thing happened with pop music. The same thing happened with, with uh, contemporary Christian music, which I was a big fan of as well. Um, after 2000, it just seems like it's almost like all the music was more of a formulation or a formula where the uniqueness of the band and the style of the music didn't come through. Well, okay, it's interesting you mentioned formula because with pop music of the 1960s, look at every 45 you still have at home. It goes from 2 minutes and 30 seconds to 3 minutes, no longer than 3 minutes. And that's why certain groups, you know, broke the broke the mold like uh, Deep Purple, um, Smoke on the Water, Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, and a whole bunch of other songs. Uh, the Beatles and their whole side two medley of Abbey Road, which nobody plays. Uh, I'm going to bring in Josh Schmidt because Josh knows a hell of a lot more about this stuff than I do. Josh, what do you make of uh, this caller, Eric, saying that there was a paradigm shift in about the year 2000? Come on, you're smirking, man. I got to go against Eric here. I, I grew up on 2000s country watching you know, CMT every morning, every Friday morning for the top 20 country countdown. I mean, Brad Paisley, Toby Keith, uh, Lee Bryce, Dirks Bentley, Jason Aldean early on. Even early Taylor Swift I was a fan of. Like, oh, don't it, say that name because then well, the phones are going to go out the whole building. <laughs> but I just I, – I, I, I loved 90s country. That's, that's another thing. I, 90s and 2000s is where I hang out. But everything past 2010 is like – it's you know up in the air for me, but from 2010 back to the the early 90s, that's that's where I hang out. Let's allow Eric to retort. Eric, well, I, I will say uh, when I exceptions in the 2000s, Toby Keith was one of those exceptions. Um, but I guess I guess I'm more of a fan. I, I call it uh, horse poop and gun smoke music. It's a little more <laughs> of uh, George Jones, Hank Williams, uh, Aaron Tippin. Uh, you know, a little, a little more twangy, um, you know. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be impertinent, sir, but are you talking Hank Williams Sr. or Hank Williams Jr.? Uh, probably a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. I um, mean, who, who doesn't like the song Family Tradition? How can you not like that song? Uh, and, you, and you listen to George Jones, you just listen to, like, this guy was in rarefied air. I know he wasn't much of a husband to Tammy, but, boy, could he... Could he belt them out? I'm telling you, you just like wow. All right, uh, Eric, thank you very much uh, for the call and uh, probably the best sound I've had on speakerphone ever, um, and I'm grateful. And I don't know how many other Verizon customers are having issues today, but damn. Um, thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate it. God bless, Tom. We'll talk to you soon, man. Bye -bye. Unlikely, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, 803-0930. Country music, do you love it, do you hate it, or is it somewhere in the middle? And I, I kind of like it. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't turn me off, but I'm more of a classic rock guy. I'm more of a yacht rock guy. But here, here's, here's the thing. Um, do you love the Eagles? If you love the Eagles... You also have to love Poco and Buffalo Springfield and the Eagles that started basically, well, some of them as a backup band for Linda Ronstadt. They basically were, I think, the first huge, super huge group that um, that jumped that line into country from pop music. Okay, You could also make the argument with the Beatles, Rocky Raccoon 
which uh, is definitely has a has obviously a country feel to it. Come on. Country music, do you love it? Do you hate it? 803-0930. I might continue this topic tomorrow. Um, Josh Schmidt is uh, my country music expert. He knows a lot more about it than I do, okay? But I, I don't hate country music. My my favorite is classic rock, yacht rock, that kind of stuff, okay? But I don't hate country at all. But, like, I love the Garth Brooks show, but I didn't know most of the songs. Not going to lie. I, I didn't know them. Uh, let's go to uh, Ken in uh, Niagara Falls. Ken, country music, where are you on it? Oh, I, I love country music, and I'll tell you why. When I was seven years old, my mom died, and my father came back home. I mean, not that he had ever left the house, but he started to engage his kids a lot more. And so this was back in the uh, early 60s. And so what Dad would do is he would take us fishing. And these are the days when, you know, the AM stations went off, most of them. There was no FM to speak of. And so to get up to Peterborough, Ontario, Rice Lake, and Trent River, you have to be in the car by 2.30 in the morning. So we're on the Queen Elizabeth Way at night, and the only music that they were playing was truck driving music, which was country western music. And as a result of that, you know, I, I, I got a, a love of it because of the feelings. You know, we, are, we like what we like because of where we were when. And so when these significant emotional events happened in my life, yes. the music that was there was country western music. And I just loved it. Are we so talking like, like the Dave Dudley six six days on the road country? I mean, that goes way back. It was all kinds of country. And I've listened to country music from the 1930s and still get tires. And my mama was born in Harlan County, Kentucky, and my daddy was from Alabama. So, you know, all kind of country blood runs through me anyway. And talk about what Ramble Jim was talking about. Scott Irish, uh, The Scott Irish culture had a... And the and the African American culture runs side by side. Actually, if you read Thomas Sowell's book, when he starts to talk about, you know, who we are and why we are what we are, the culture that African Americans had was country western music. But when I start to look at urban music today, I juxtapose that against country western music. Whereas in urban music, they'll take three or four minutes to talk about something that happened in an hour, but country music. They'll take three or four minutes, and they'll tell you something that happened in a lifetime. Randy Travis and the rest oh, of those guys. Wow. Johnny Cash, he was always a big one for me. But when I hear country music, I, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, Ken, you you just you are profound. I'm going to probably bring this topic back tomorrow uh, to start off the show. I hope you call back because what you just said was incredibly profound, sir. And I thank you very much uh, for sharing it with us. Um, a very, very interesting caller and a very interesting topic. And, yeah, I think we're going to continue it uh, tomorrow. As long as we've got Josh Schmidt, I might as well do uh, some country talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, I, I grew up on country, but it was, let's say, pre-1982 country, and it was a wide variety of stuff. And, again, if you, if you like the Eagles, I mean, tell me that Take It Easy isn't a country song. Tell me, is, is that not a country song? Um, to me, it's a country song. I mean, you could almost take the viewpoint that Take It to the Limit by the late, great Randy Meisner is kind of a country song. Uh, they, the Eagles, to me, were the major, like, they were the hugest group to break through and, and, and add a country feel to rock and roll. And I know that there was Poco and Buffalo Springfield and a bunch of other bands, uh, Pure Prairie League. Of course, I think they came later. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is a fun topic, and I'd like to have more of it uh, tomorrow. So if Josh is willing, ready, and able, might as well use him for what he's worth. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.